Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 258, recorded on December 11th, 2019. On tonight's episode, we're on the eve of the 2019 Game Awards. What is Nintendo going to do? What are they going to surprise us with? We're going to discuss. Plus, yesterday was the Nindies Indies World Showcase. We got a ton of games, some shocking, some almost made me fall out of my seat. We're going to talk about that as well. Plus, is Redbox getting out of the video game rental and sales business? And why do we care? So much more. Plus, we're being joined by Alex Van Aken from OK Beast. Jesse, cue the music. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to episode 258 of Nintendo Dads. This is Marty Estes, and reports of my death are greatly exaggerated. No, seriously, it's good to be back on the show. Uh, I had to take a break for a few weeks, but I, I'm, guys, I'm, I missed you. I missed all of you. If you're a listener, if you're uh, just anybody associated with this thing, I, I missed you guys. Like, what, were you like neglecting any human contact? Like, what is your. What, most people come back and like, man, I loved my break from you guys. No, no, I miss like I miss being on the show. I like uh, there was just some some life circumstances and Thanksgiving and all kinds of other stuff that made it where I couldn't be on the show and uh, just like you know three weeks of it and then it's like you know getting close to being on this week and then was the realization of man I I miss those guys and hadn't. You but know? we are moderately fond of you. Well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I, yeah, so I'm, I then, guess the feeling's not mutual. And then again, with so. us recording Wednesday night instead of Thursday night, we weren't even sure if you'd be able available tonight. I know, and, and you just went ahead and did it and didn't even ask me. I mean, it was just like, yeah, you're going to That's be a very true story. Not- like, you don't show up for <laughs> one show, and you're pretty much dead to me. Like, burned salt of the earth. I'm like, moving on, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it's good to be back. Um, played a ton of games, ate a ton of turkey, went to Tampa, Florida, and back to do, do some that? cool stuff there. Uh, <laughs> I was invited to come and do a live recording of my other podcast there at the national youth workers convention uh which was really fun and really awesome uh met some really cool people and had a great time but uh it's good to be back in the saddle here and you've already heard there justin masson uh from the great white north is can i ask is snow on the ground right now up there of course it's course there's snow on the ground eh it's always snowing up in canada it's, uh, I mean, I got I on my, I got on my moose snow. and just came this way, eh? <laughs> I just wondered if there was snow. I didn't ask you if you were eating Timbits and, and Oh, sure. Oh, uh, no, sure. Now I had my Timbits this morning there, you crazy hoser. You know what I'm saying there. <laughs> I, at least I can understand you. You crazy bugger. No, yeah, there's a little bit of snow on the ground. For sure, there is a little bit. So well, nothing, nothing too tragic. It's about minus know, they, 10 today. They forecast uh, earlier this week that we were going to get anywhere. <laughs> You'll love this this snow forecast, right? We're gonna you're gonna receive anywhere from half an inch to four and a half inches of snow. <laughs> there's a, there's Over a very right. inappropriate joke I have there uh, regarding and, uh, forecasting. You know how much, you know how much we got? Zero. None. 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 Rain. That's what we got. So the forecast rain. was well, wrong, even though it had a huge yeah. range. Yeah, and uh, also joining us this week, Mr. Jesse Waldack. Straight from uh, the land of 
I was going to say the land of ice and snow, but what what are you the land of up there? Barbecue. Uh, <laughs> you're the land of barbecue. Okay, the land of that. flat dirt and barbecue. No, it's Iowa is flat. Uh, oh God, Iowa is yeah. flat. I've, fact, I've driven through Iowa before. Legitimately, though, like Casey and hanging out with Jesse is my favorite point of when I go there because they have just tremendously great barbecue. And like, I, I'm only there usually for about five or six days, but I leave with the meat sweats. So I don't know how like you're there <laughs> constantly and being okay. Because yeah. I'm we, pretty sure I would sweat. Can barbecue we define uh, that term for people who maybe are a little more classy than than to know that? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, meat sweats. And like, because I, I mean, I use the term frequently. Because I have them frequently. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the meat, so the meat sweat. Let's, zoom, as let's I, zoom in on that. As I define it is you have eaten a large amount of meat, potentially a brisket, potentially a lot of ribs. Maybe you had some chicken wings with your ribs. Who knows? It's a lot of meat going into your body. And then all of a sudden you feel sluggish. And then you start feeling warm and sort of uncomfortable. And maybe your top button gets undone. Then you realize you're sweating. And you realize that you can almost feel your chest beginning to like harden. But you also smell like barbecue sauce, and that's the meat sweats, and it's yeah. glorious. <laughs> but it is also very close to death. Yeah. That meat but, has to go somewhere, right? All of that, all that grease has to go somewhere. Does out and, of course. Well, last week, one of our patrons, JC, was um, in town, and so I took him to Joe's Kansas City, where I took took you last time yeah. you were in town, yeah, and yeah. we had a good just talk and discussion, and it was fun. We both that's awesome. I will be invited to, to Joe's Kansas City at some point, I'm sure, if I'm ever up there. Listen, we'll we just about burned you last episode, so don't be inviting no barbecue or except no barbecue. <laughs> well, yeah, I we're know. More likely, I know. We're more likely to invite Mr. Alex Van Aken from OKB. Segway! Segway, man, you caught me off guard. I was, figuring, I was wondering how we were going to do that. Right? Alex, what is going on? How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Thanks so much I- for having me on. No worries. Thank you for joining us. And the thing I would also appreciate is that, Alex, of course, you are in the only time zone that matters. Yes. Mountain standard time, right? Finally. Thank you. Nobody else appreciates that. Nobody. I feel like 20% of Americans don't even know that mountain standard time exists. So, right. It's it's a problem. I mean, even even less knows. Really never mentioned on anything. Mm -hmm. You always hear about Pacific Standard Time. You always hear about CST. You hear about EST. Nobody and, lives there. Uh, I, prob- I love- probably even less people know about how Arizona handles MST. Oh, oh sure. I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those poor oh, buggers. Yeah. They're they're confused every day. I would love <laughs> for just like one time, like for Nintendo to put out there like, hey, it's a, you know, we've got a Nintendo Direct and just put out like MST and just watch like everybody like, what's watch MST? The explode. Yeah. yeah, like, what? Do you think it's a typo? Do you think it's EST? No, it's PST. What the hell's going on? Like, it would just, <laughs> I think it is would just. Is the time it is in England? Yeah, it would just <laughs> right. everyone's brain. So, you know, uh, another thing here I want to throw out here <laughs> that, uh, Alex, we want to thank you for being on the show because Alex is actually uh, under the weather, right? Mm. Feeling oh, sick. Yeah. He's pushing through like a trooper. Yeah. Thank, well, I, I couldn't pass up this opportunity. So you say yeah. that now. You say, <laughs> in about an hour from now, you'd be like, why? Why yeah, did you ask, do that? <laughs> come back to us in about an hour. Uh, and speaking of that, we probably need to go ahead and dive into the news, don't we, gentlemen? We should probably do that. Let's do it. Let's try that again. Come on. Uh, I go away for three weeks and y'all forget how to play the bumpers and everything. Don't get started with me. Don't get started with me.
Uh, you know what we do need to get started with, though, is uh, we need to get started with thanking the fine folks over at Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads who bring mm-hmm. us the news every week here. Uh, Justin. Yes. There you are. I just <laughs> want to be sure you're still listening. Uh, tell the fine listeners here, if if they are not a member of our Patreon, why should they be? Well, that's a great, great question, Marty. Uh, because the uh, because uh, it's good. God, you <laughs> threw to me, and I had nothing, Marty. Come on now. Uh, why why would you join Patreon? Well, first and foremost, yeah, I think the first thing that I, I love most about it, right, is is the fact that you get access to our Discord. And why is that Discord so important? Because it's an amazing opportunity for family, for friends, uh, community members to come together and share opportunities to share life stories, to share births of children, share the games we're playing and really fostering that community that we uh, so desperately need. It's great. It's, you know what I would call? I'd call it a safe space. I'd call it a safe space for you to come and enjoy what you're passionate about. And that's yeah. why uh, going over to patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads is a great idea for as little as a dollar a month. You can help us make amazing content. And the other great thing is, you know, Hey, because of Patreon, we're ad free. I'm not going to tell you about third love. I'm not going to tell you about manscape. You know why? <laughs> Alex gets this reference. Do you know why? Because they're not paying for our ads. That's exactly why. All right. Uh, and because you keep us ad free. Uh, we appreciate the nearly 100 Patreon supporters uh, that help us every single month. Thank you from the bottom of our heart. We do greatly appreciate it. Yeah, shout helps, out. Us keep, helps us keep this content uh, going. Yeah. See, you did it after all. You did a great job. I was and I was completely distracted by our amazing chat that's going on both in Twitch and YouTube right now. Uh, and you really did catch me completely. Well, uh, I was just going to say, like, you you hit the nail on the head there about the community. And that's really, for me, is and, – and full disclosure here. I'm on the show, and I'm still a patron, right? Mm-hmm. I was a patron before. I'm, I'm still a patron. Uh, and I – will be even if I'm never on the show again, because the community that exists around Nintendo dads there in the discord is just top notch. Really? Cause you told me in the pre-show it's just cause you can't figure out how to cancel it. That's what you told me. <laughs> Nonetheless, let's move on folks. Yeah. That, uh, I earned that one. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, moving on, let's talk about this indie world direct, right? Uh, mm. So Nintendo, uh, dropped uh, an announcement on us earlier this week that an Indie World presentation uh, would air on Tuesday at midday in the only time zone that matters, uh, Central Standard Time. Uh, and uh, they spent <laughs> a nearly 20 minutes uh, outlining, uh, let's be honest here, guys, a ton of games for 2020 uh, yep. Indie-related. Not yep. very many for right now. In fact, most of the ones that were... Uh, uh, 2019 were immediate release games, yeah, and we did w- get, I think it was what three immediate release games? No, two, two, two immediate release games. And so, just going around the horn here, I think uh, Justin, help me out here. Probably the best way for us to talk about this is just for us to talk about our favorite games from this instead of trying to hit each one. Yeah. So let's uh, let's start with our guest here, Alex. Um, this is a tradition here on the Nintendo Dad show that guests go first. Awesome. So out of this Indie World presentation, what caught your eye? So I am a massive fan of Golf Story, um, yes. which was, was which came out in 2017. One of my favorite indie games ever. One of my favorite Switch games ever. Uh, and now that the uh, Golf Story is getting a sequel, it was announced. It's called uh, Sports Story. 
and it is kind of um, th- there's going to be golf in this game. And if people aren't familiar, it's essentially like an RPG uh, meets like a, a 2D RPG meets golf. That was the first game, and now they are expanding that to to tennis, to uh, fishing, to all, all sorts of different sports. Uh, and so I am I am very excited because if you never played that game, uh, number one, uh, just felt great to play as far as like a, a golf sports game. They had so many different activities, so many fun activities to do that related to the mechanics of golf that kept the the game from being boring whatsoever and constantly laughing because the humor in the game is just so good. So uh, that's probably my number one pick is Sports Story, which I believe they opened the show up with. They did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm hoping they I, I have some good like, Rumble support like they did with Golf Story because that's mm-hmm. still the best use of Rumble that they, I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, it's I, so good. Now I agree with that, and it was such a well done game. Uh, just for me though, it didn't grab me. Like I downloaded sure. it just like everybody else during that time, but I've never been a huge golf fan. Sure. Okay. So I know that there was more to it than that, but it was just like I, I don't know. I got to maybe the 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 I got about seven or eight hours into the game and I, mm-hmm. it just petered away. I mean, there was, there was more coming down the pike that was demanding my attention around that For time. Sure. But I, like, I, I really love that it's, uh, that it's getting a sequel because it was a huge boon to the switch when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Tons of people talking about it and it is a switch exclusive, although it's, it's half a year away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, and I'll, I do want to throw in here too, that like golf story has, one of the coolest limited run special editions physical that I've mm-hmm. seen, like the <laughs> trophy and, and all that stuff. So yeah. I, I expect probably more of that with this game. I don't own many like video game shirts, but I do have a golf story shirt that I got through one of those sites. Uh, love that game, but I totally get if you are not a golf fan, I can see, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a golf fan, but I was like forced to play it as a kid. <laughs> and so I have a lot of gotcha. knowledge about the sport. And so I loved how they like, kind of played into that stuff, but also like twisted it and um, kind of brought something new to it as well. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with it. Cool. Cool. Anything else uh, catch your eye in this presentation? Um, I'm a big fan of puzzle games and I never played the Talos principle, um, which is now coming to, to switch. Um, and actually it's, it was one of the games that is out to, that is out now. Um, and so I've been looking forward to playing that game because I've, I've heard good things. I've seen some videos and, and some other, um, writing on the game and it seems like it's really up my alley um, a lot of like visual puzzles like you're walking around a 3d space and kind of uh, changing the environment in certain ways to solve puzzles so uh, really excited for that to be on switch what gotcha. about you guys jesse what about you man okay um i i agree with the telos principle and i did buy it and started playing it i'll talk about that later in the show awesome. um again i also agree with uh with sport with the sports story <laughs> but a game that hasn't yet been mentioned is murder by numbers mm. looks like uh like a phoenix Wright type of visual novel game with mixed with picross so sure that's like it's like they what what games do does laugher like let's make that game <laughs> yeah yeah, it was like they mined your your memories or your your right. like uh, secret list or something. It was like, <laughs> and then how do we get Jesse to buy this game? Right. Oh, we'll just make it murder mystery pickross. Okay, and then uh, another game that I'm 
confused on, yet still slightly intrigued, is Boyfriend of Dungeon. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. That it's uh, kind of a, a vi- di- like a visual novel dating sim dungeon crawler where you are a female protagonist uh, and the weapons you find turn into human males that you can then date. Uh, I wrote in the notes, kind of reverse Xenoblade 2 style. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they did. Yeah. I'm so, not usually a, uh, a, a dating sim person. Uh, to be fair, I've never really given them a fair shake. Um, yeah, neither am I, I but uh, mm-hmm. there's like so many different elements that may or may not come together well, and I'm interested in playing Yeah, out. Yeah, I think like just looking at that trailer that they showed off, even like the gameplay aspects of it, you know, take the narrative out, take the dating sim out, like the 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 moment to moment gameplay of the dungeon crawling mm-hmm. looked really fun. Yeah. So I feel like that I feel like that's kind of like pulling me towards it. Yeah, I'm actually on a Nintendo's press page right now, and, and as we're talking about these games, I'm just kind of a quick synopsis of it. And I love uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. This is from uh, Kit Fox Games, by the way. Their their last statement here is. Boyfriend Dungeon wants to be more than just friends with a Nintendo Switch in 2020. <laughs> I was like, some somebody had fr- somebody had a lot of fun writing that PR. That piece, is, you know what I'm saying? that's super creepy. That's some good. Can we just, yeah, it's it's that's very creepy. Um, Justin, what about you? Anything from the this list stick out to you? Yeah, well, I it, well first and foremost, I did a live stream of it yesterday. So if you haven't had a chance to check out my live reacts, you can definitely check that out on our uh, YouTube page as well. Uh, but for those of you that were watching on Twitch, I just about fell out of my chair when Dauntless was finally announced mm. uh, with the release time. Um, you know, I'm usually not one of the people that, like overexcites or overhypes on these types of streams, but I was genuinely, genuinely excited. Yeah. So Dauntless definitely had I, my attention. I, I, I think you're famous for being underexcited. Right, yeah. Sometimes I do under <laughs> underreactions, and that like, was one of like them. Like your your Pokemon live stream was yeah. kind of depressing. Yeah, I know, right? Well, Pokemon is kind of depressing. Come <laughs> fight me, right? Come at me, bro. Um, no, I was I was really excited for Dauntless, um, and uh, we're going to talk about that during uh, what we've been playing. But that one we had actually heard about back in E3, and I didn't actually think that was going to show up here because I didn't really consider it an indie developer or what they'd be considering under that camp. But it, and it, but the other part of it was that it was a you know out now, which uh, which was even better. So Dauntless was definitely. On my radar, and just for those of you that don't know, uh, Dauntless is a uh, online action RPG. Um, it is a free-to-play online world, and basically, it's kind of like Monster Hunter, um, but your objective is very quick. It's just you go slay the behemoths with your friends, and it's got cross-play. Um, so it's it's there's a lot there's a lot to dig into, and I've kind of been trying to find something that might substitute my Fortnite um, strong strong Wait, Fortnite addiction. You play Fortnite? Oh yeah. Yeah, are, oh. are we are we off now, Alex? Are we are we no longer friends? Or, no, we are closer than ever before. Sweet. Are we spirit <laughs> animals? Because I'm excited about this. You know what I'm saying? We, Let's see what we, happens. We need to get in on that that pleasant park drop. That so you're that saying, moisty yeah. Meyer Al- drop. Alex's right? spirit animal is Justin Moosen. I'm not going to lie to you right now, Alex. I'm sitting at a, I'm sitting at tier. I've completed my battle pass. I'm at a hundred a level level 120, and I'm just waiting for something. Dude, okay, I, I'm level ninety. I hit ninety nine today, so okay. I'm one tier away from one hundred. Uh, and I, I, I feel like we're gonna get something new soon, but I, I'm, I'm sorry to, to detract the show. That's okay. This may be, this may be actually just sitting in this brief pocket for one second though, because so for those who don't like Fortnite, you may want to tune out for the next three minutes. Did you hear they're not doing anything for the next two months? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, there is an article in Forbes. They are not doing a new uh, battle pass. 
Yeah, they're not doing a winter. They're huh. just letting it set with chapter one for the next two months. Apparently, they are doing events, but they're but like what you got is what you got. You, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay. No, but here's the thing for those for those of us who are casual Fortnite players, which mm-hmm. I would say there's probably more of than people realize, who are you know level thirteen because I don't play online a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that I. I like that I'm not buying a new battle pass every 90 days, right? Like I, I feel like that their strategy going forward may win them a little bit more if they do pace it out some. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll come back to a Fortnite chat maybe later. So, but uh, you know, Alex, we'll definitely have to hook up because I think yeah. we may be, we may be aligned. So yeah, Dauntless was, was the one I was excited about. The other one I do want to call attention to that no one has, has mentioned yet, um, which was kind of the banger that they ended the show with which was Axiom Verge 2 being announced from Tom ha- Thomas Hap Games. Um, and I thought that was that was really exciting. I like I really loved Axiom Verge. I was hoping, I think like some of us around the internet were, that actually it was like a surprise. He had been working on like a met an actual official Metroid, kind of like uh Cadence of Hyrule was with Zelda, but like his full spin on it. I think we were all hoping for that. But um Axiom Verge 2 definitely had uh, had my attention. Marty, what about yourself, sir? Well, I mean, you you stole my big one, which was that. Yeah, but I mean, it didn't really steal it. I mean, somebody was going to talk about it eventually. Like, I uh, loved Axiom Verge, played it on the Wii U back in the day, and and finished it there, and just got such a good game. Um, and then hearing uh, Thomas Hap's story of his son and and what you know sales of Axiom Verge were able to do for him and. Uh, different things like that. Like just, it made me love the game even more. I'm so glad that there's another game that that wasn't just a one time thing. Right. So, uh, and it looks great. It looks like a ton of fun. Um, and I mean, he, like, I, I remember playing that game and, and like thinking about the whole Metroid thing and going, man, this guy gets it. Like he gets Metroid. He just, he's basically made one of the best Metroid games of all time. He just can't call it Metroid. Uh, So I was super excited about that. But the other game that I was really, 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 really excited about was Super Mash. Yeah, that's Um, an interesting one, eh? Where you take the different genres of games and you mash them up and you get the one game that is like, it's almost roguelike in a way because it's different every time you play. And the yeah. developer even gave away a code uh, during the the direct for or the presentation for his favorite uh, Super Mash. Like guys, this this game screams drop into play me for five minutes and you know get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then, th- and then throw your switch just, against the wall. Yeah, being <laughs> able to being able to well, and it even says. I mean, they were even. Uh, uh, open about it in the I guess the presentation about some of them work and some of them don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I actually uh, like that a lot. Yeah, it kind of felt yeah. endearing. The mm. uh, the just the possibilities of it and the ability to unlock different things and carry it over to, uh, you know, I guess genres that that normally wouldn't be there. Like I noticed that you could like unlock a flamethrower, so I guess you can eventually throw that into like a puzzle game <laughs> or something, <laughs> uh, which like. The whole exploring the possibilities of that are are endless, and that one was the one that really just grabbed me. I be honest that this was probably not my favorite indie world uh, sure. or indie presentation so far. 
I uh, just it felt like a lot of the games were very distant because uh, mm-hmm. they just kept saying 2020, 2020. And yep. I'm like, well, why yeah. are you showing it now? Uh, so I guess, you know, build the hype. But I mean, there were I'm looking through our list and there are a lot of first half early, yeah. uh, you know, January, but just not a lot that just really jumped out and grabbed me. I did like Streets of Rage 4. Too, uh, because it's been a while since I've played a good quality scrolling beat 'em up. I think um, the River City Girls was the last one I played, but and mm-hmm. it was kind of barren before that too. Uh, but it looks just super good. Like the yeah. the art style looks amazing. So I'm I'm really excited about that. I, I like as soon as I saw it, I was like Shadow Drop today, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it didn't, but. Like somebody asked me about this presentation, and uh, I would honestly have to give it like a six out of ten mm. for me. Like it didn't feel very hyped. It didn't feel like it didn't you know uh, like a lot of the old indie presentations. They kind of still had like that blockbuster. Like there's one game, right? Yeah. So I wonder. How did y'all feel? Like, where would it fall on a rating system for you guys? Like, if we were doing out of 10, where does this presentation fall? Alex, um, what do you think? Yeah, I'd say it's uh, probably a 7 mm-hmm. for me. Like, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, it does think that there there weren't necessarily... I, I'm trying to separate it from, like, a Nintendo Direct mm-hmm. uh, because it, it is different expectations there, right? And so... Sure. When I look at it from the perspective of, okay, they're going to show off some indies, um, then I kind of rank it higher. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'd probably say a, a seven. I mean, Sports Story was massive, like a massive announcement for me. Um, and so if, if you said like they did Sports Story and then let let it be static for 30 minutes, I still would have given it like a six. You know, <laughs> like, like Sports Story is like really high up there for me. And so for that, I have to give it a lot. But uh, I'm not an Axiom Verge fan, but I really like Tom Happ uh, as a person. Uh, he's helped us out occasionally with like Extra Life and stuff like that, like a great human. So I'm excited to see uh, him have his work be honored and, and all that kind of stuff. But then uh, there's also, also other smaller things that I'm interested in, like the Survivalists, which was is brought to you by Team 17, I think. Yep. And it's like a uh, it's set in the same universe as the uh, the prison game, the Escapists, Escapists. and so. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And so there, there's a lot of little nuggets that I'm looking forward to. Uh, only a f- only like a couple like big ones that I was like, oh yes, let's go. Maybe really just one, but um, but for that, I think I'd probably give it a seven. One big announcement for me, and then uh, several nuggets that I'm like, okay, that looks interesting. Like I I want to give that a try. So that's kind of where I'm at. I find that so interesting because to me, the survivalist was the lowest point of the really <laughs> the uh. presentation. Like I looked at that game and I thought the the actual first thought that came to my mind was everything is crafting now. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I am a big crafting fan, like a a big um, like a survival game fan, and so I play a lot of bad games because <laughs> I'm like constantly trying to find the next one that's going to hit. Um, and so I can definitely recognize that. I can definitely appreciate that sentiment. 
Yeah, I think I think I agree with Alex. Like I I'd uh, I'd give it pretty much a seven as well. Like I definitely had some some good beats for me that I was excited about. I think you know, and I think the interesting story that you tell there, Marty. And I think one of the, the things about you know, and I'm noticing in our chat here a bit of a kind of a laugh. Like Sean Sean Capri says, uh, does anyone want to tell Marty that 20, 2020 is literally in twenty days, so we're not that far away, really? <laughs> um, I do get the commentary there, but there's a lot of like it's it's mid 2020 late 2020 sometime yeah. in 2020 axiom was like fall right yeah fall right yeah. and uh yeah i mean i uh, can read a calendar guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh super uh or smash up is uh or super smash right and i was like no super smash is not right um super that mash. is super mash thank you is slated for may of 2020 the problem that i have with the with the nindies in general and i think it's a little bit of the commentary you're kind of making there too also alex is that it's they can come out and they can they can make a comment like, "Hey, here's the game. Here's the, it's coming eventually." But we have a lot of games that we still have hanging threads on from 2018 and 2019 yeah. that never came to fruition. Yeah, right. Like, like, I, yeah, I just looked. I just looked at my spreadsheet, and there are 46 games listed as 2019 that still have no. Yeah, I mean, no, a, I mean, a great. The closest date is we have One Finger Death Punch two at December. Yeah, like a, a couple yeah. of ones that, that like stand out to me just just because of the genre that I like. But like, where is Super Meat Boy Forever? I that's, I play, that's still a TBD. I played, yeah, I played that at the the first build of it where I met with Tommy at uh, EGX 2017 in September, and so we're two years past a demo time I where I played. Are are we at a point now where like it and Kentucky Route Zero are the ones that we've been waiting on the longest? I I don't know. Like, much. Probably. I think Probably. they were announced in the well, same presentation, like the very first one yeah, that Damon yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Dauntless I, was a TBD before this event, which was then turned into today. Yeah, and, well, and Dauntless had my attention since E3, and I, I've kind of like every every Thursday when the eShop arrived, it had been sitting at TBD. So I'd go and I'd check that, and I'm like, oh, it's not coming. It's not coming. It's always TBD. <laughs> so finally, but I mean, another one is um is Bloodroots. Actually, oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys that one that one I is, did see them tweet the other day the QA? saying that it, yeah, it's going through QA or it was through QA. Yes. I can't remember what they said, but yeah, I you know what, Alex, I, th- I think you and I are becoming best friends. I think we definitely <laughs> have a lot in common here. This is great. Um, yeah, um, still waiting for Red Lantern. Someone said, uh, Rokai or Roki, someone said, Roki, um, yeah, Inca, uh, Mino Cat's Midnight Market. So there's a oh, so, so yeah. yeah, I think it's a cat one, it, right. Here's here's the thing. No. I guess maybe if I'm if I'm really drilling down and being honest about it, like I've been thinking about it as you were talking, and something that I realized I was disappointed about with this is that there's a number of games that were shown off on past indie presentations that have since then appeared on Apple Arcade that have mm-hmm. now had no mention on Switch, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm the two I'm thinking of specifically. Uh, are Shantae and the Seven uh, Sirens and mm-hmm. uh, Inmost. Oh, yeah, Inmost. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, I, nothing against my iPad or anything, but I really don't want to play them on my iPad. Yeah. Uh, I would really like to play them on my Switch. Yeah. And so I would have just, like, even if it was just, hey, they're still coming, like an update. Because, you know, this, this whole Apple Arcade exclusivity, when does it end? Like, how long is that lockdown for? Is it three months? Is it six months? Just when the dump truck of money rolls away, (laughs) that's when it ends. Right. But I I do think that's, I mean, so I guess in in some ways, so there's this, there's this kind of like, 
weird peaks and valleys with I think indie hype, right? Or excitement, right? Because indies are a game or indie games are, are games that you can very easily be like, oh man, I saw that, right? So I'm super excited for um for sports story, right? And then you just kind of forget it's there because you have a Nintendo Direct and here's Animal Crossing and there's all these other games and oh by the way this this one you you wanted five months ago shows up and you're like oh well, I remember seeing that and I'll purchase it and you kind of forget about it and then all of a sudden they're in the eShop and they pop up with maybe a little bit of fanfare and you're like oh yeah that game right so they kind of play this weird um it's kind of like the the appetizers or the little fillers between the large courses that we have, right? Tourist is a great example of it, right? Tourist came out in early yeah. to mid-November. We saw a Nindy. Now, this is a little bit of a juxtaposition to what I'm saying here, but we saw that video, the trailer for that, and chat, correct me if I'm wrong, it was either early September or late August. It was right in that time frame. Um, and then everyone just kind of forgets about it. You're like, oh, that's super cute, and maybe you make a note of it and you say something. And then you're like, oh, we, oh it's, we, it's here. we first heard about it August 19th, and then it was updated with the release date November 7th. Okay. Release yeah, so November and 21. And then it just kind of pops up, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's here, right? And and then you just kind of you, you, you jump into it, you have a great time, and you move on. So there, there's this kind of weird dichotomy and, and fluctuation with, with how we look at them as well. I think the other part of it is that, you know, I, I think, um, you know, we, we want these indies to do well. Right. We want to support local, smaller developers. Right. We know that we're when Nintendo puts out Animal Crossing, we know that we're going to all send our money to them. Right. Whatever it is. Right. Whatever their next big game is here. Just 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 take my credit card. But when you see like a small, a small developer making quality, you want to support. it. And I think, you know, to your point a little bit there, Alex, Thomas Hap's a great example. You might not be a fan of Axiom Verge. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you that, like, I'm going to purchase axiom verge 2 without touching it without playing it regardless of kind of what what's going on uh, if it's pre-purchase i'll pre-purchase it why because yeah. i trust him i know his his quality his stuff and i know his story right his individual story and, yeah. and you're connected to those things right and i said that on the stream as well um and, and there are developers like that, that that you you want to just kind of in in um trust instantly yeah right yeah. i think i think indies and indies allow for that personal connection um you know the folks over at oh my gosh my brain is is blanking right now steam world uh, oh, uh image and image and forum Wonderful. right great example hard to, hard to argue maybe they're indie anymore quote unquote whatever we call that right but i i think they're they're an example of that yeah i think devolver digital is a great example of that for me i don't haven't really played anything devolver has put out that i went wow i, I hate this yeah, yeah. For for the most part, their stuff they they pick and choose really well, and their stuff is quality. But uh, guys, that's that is uh, our time with Indie World. Um, yeah. We would love to hear it, listeners what your favorite game from Indie World was. So tweet us, hit us up on Facebook, email us, share share with us what it what what from this really grabbed you and and stuck out to you um, because I, it's you know. With us, it's been like something different for everybody, right? Yeah, I Which did is, put that. That's a beautiful thing about it. Yeah, I did put that question in our chat as well, both on Twitch and YouTube, where you can watch us live. Uh, third strongest mole says uh, Sports Story and Streets of Rage 4 stood out for him. Oh, and, uh, and, he, and he also mentioned Curious about Bake and Switch. Which uh, is kind of like a little bit of an overcooked um, look to it as well. Of course, I think everything nowadays seems to be overcooked when it's a four-player local. Um, yeah. <laughs> let me see what else kind of stands out here. Um, did you, I saw, 
D Skatebird. Yes, yeah, Skatebird. Was... I see that one in the chat. Uh, Debode. Debone says Axiom Verge makes it a 10. Absolutely. Yeah, Skatebird is an interesting, interesting one as well. Um, what else did I miss? Anything else there? I think those are the kind of the ones. So, yeah. But, guys, yeah, tweet us. Let us know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let's talk a little bit about Tetris 99 because it got an interesting update uh, this week. Uh, I don't know how many people are still playing the game. It's always full when I go in. It's one of my favorite uh, kind of time killers on Switch. Uh, but this week it was updated to 2.0.1, uh, which added in the team battle mode, which allows you to pick one of four teams. And if you got knocked out, you can still spectate. You can still cheer on your team, possibly get extra points and get credit for the win. Also, uh, previous themes have now been made available uh, for 30 tickets each. Holy crap, that's a lot of tickets. Uh, <laughs> considering you get like, what, four a day maybe? Yeah, yeah at most get? you can get four a day. And right. the, the other themes are 15 tickets each. Okay, so Game wow. Boy, Tetris, Splatoon, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, and Super Kirby Clash are out right now, presumably with uh, Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion to come later. Also announced was the 10th Maximus Cup, which is coming up on the weekend of December 12th through December 16th. Uh, that's a little bit longer than normal. Yeah, and that's Usually a late, it's only and that's, like two days. That's 11 o'clock Pacific on December 12th, so it's effectively December 13th. And yeah, that's true. There's no skin with the Maximus, right? Like the other ones no you skin typically this win. No, no this is just one where you can win. the. If you win the top, you get like 999. Well, I think yeah. I think they do that with all of them. But, uh, the, the, right. now, but then, is, is the free update, let me ask you this, is the free, do you have to have the, because there's, there's, the, there's the Tetris 99 that we can all get for free for being Nintendo Switch owners, and then there is the DLC pack that you can purchase for $12. You, you can play Does, Team Battle without owning the DLC. Because okay, I, saw, I, I, I saw uh, Bittner um, from Game Explained uh, demo it, and he did not buy the DLC, but still was able to play Team Battle. Okay. Yeah. Alex, do you have 99 blocks and is a Tetris one of them uh, problem? Uh, how do you how do you feel about Tetris 99? Tetris 99, <clears throat> excuse me, is a game that I wish I could get into, but my severe uh, or, or just, yeah, severe lack of skill prohibits me from from getting into it. Uh, I like Tetris. I like I like Tetris like games. But I am not good at them per se, and, and not not enough to be in a competitive battle royale setting. And sure. so I have occasionally picked up uh, Tetris. One um, uh, what is it? Tetris ninety nine. I'm sorry. Yep. Uh, I've picked it up like a couple times, but I have uh, one. I was having trouble getting my my head wrapped around the rules, and so and two, I would just suck. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate so, yeah. your honesty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's one that I've always wanted to get into, but just haven't been able to. So, so this I, update, I, I like the fandom. <clears throat> nice. This update also adds uh, something that people have been asking for for a long time, which is uh, button configuration options, oh. uh, which may not seem like a big deal to to a lot of people. But uh, for people who really, really like to play Tetris, they want to be able to change the way that which button rotates things and which, you know, yeah. if, if they can... I don't know about the the hard drop or things like that, but user emblems also uh, included with this. So it's pretty robust little free update for people, especially if they don't have the DLC adding in that extra team mode. 
Uh, I'll have to check that out. I, I downloaded it, but I haven't gotten to play it yet. Speaking of downloads, I do want to mention this very quickly before we move on. Uh, Cubic Games is giving away 10 free games on what? the Nintendo Shop over this next month. You only have to purchase one title to be eligible, and you can do uh, their their title called Coloring Book, which is free, and that actually starts the chain. Uh, so if you if you download uh, Coloring Book, then until December 15th, you can download their game Robonauts for free. Then on December 16th, Geki Yaba Runner becomes free. Then on December 17th, Puzzle Book becomes free. December 18th, One Strike is free. The 19th, Wrecking Ball Adventure is free. The 20th, Coloro is free. The 21st, Race Die Run is free. On, 20, on the 22nd, Wrecked is free. On 23rd, their brand new game, Mana Spark, is free. And then on the 24th, a brand new game, uh, which has not been released yet, will be made available for free as a gift to people who have downloaded all 10 previous games. So just to understand here, you go to the eShop, you purchase the first game for free, the coloring book. Yes. And then you will get well, 10 other games free? You must yeah. go in and download them after that. Any Cubic game counts. Since I bought Not Not earlier this year, that counts, so I don't need a coloring book. So I, I'm flagged as owning one of their games. So I can then yeah. – I, I went in and downloaded Robonauts. And then that, since I have now that game in, in my library, on the 16th I can get the next game and then get one free game free. But you know, until here, it's important to mention this here – that if you miss a game in the chain, you are out. Well, you can unless still, you buy the game. Yeah, you can buy the game, but they will be on sale. Yeah, and there, and there is they a sale going on now. Very deep discount. Yeah, some Any games, of those games interest you, Alex? Never heard of them. Uh, yeah, but, fair enough. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. But Robonauts, I feel like I might have heard about Robonauts before. Robonauts is uh, we actually got this one as a review code way back in the day. Oh, it's, cool. Uh, it's a very uh, arcadey style 2D shooter with a twist, and that is that you control this robot who can flip gravity and go back oh, and forth fun. between planets. It's and like Mario Galaxy physics. Yeah, yeah, it's like 2D Mario Galaxy, but with a robot that shoots. And it's oh, this is gorgeous. It, it, it's actually a lot of fun. It's very, very. Uh, it feels very much like an arcade game. Um, and it it's definitely worth it. So, I mean, even if you've not started this chain, go download Coloring Book and get okay. Robonauts free. The rest okay. of them I know nothing about. I do know that I've looked at Mana Spark. It's $10 right now in the eShop. And as of today, it was in the top 10 bestsellers without even being free. Jeez. I so, look all these up. you know, I mean, you're going to get at least, a, I think probably out of this, people will get at least a couple of games they like. But that's yeah. huge. I'm going to download them all and try them all. But actually, to be honest, until I heard about the December 24th thing on the unannounced game, I was going to pass because like none of these games yeah. really interest me. <laughs> they wouldn't be my thing. But for free, what do I have to lose other than my own time? But here's yeah. one of the things that I would say that if you are a new parent who is listening to this and maybe maybe you or maybe Santa Claus <clears throat> has uh, has got little little <laughs> Sally or Johnny a Nintendo Switch for 
Christmas, potentially. Uh, and maybe it's already in your shop or maybe Santa's shop. And obviously Santa or you would, of course, want to make sure it's up to date uh, and everything's running. This might be a good opportunity for you to actually fill out some of those games for them, right? So you might be able to go in and, and start downloading some of these games early if you do this this methodology so that when they turn on their Nintendo Switch on Christmas Day, they could have a flood of games yeah. available on their uh, on their Nintendo Switch to play and to try out. And of course, if they don't like them, they can easily delete them, but they would not have costed you pretty much anything. Hey, Justin, you know, I've heard yes. that Santa has devoted an entire division of elves to yes. doing this for Nintendo Switches. Oh, I suspect. They're very, There's very There's a whole, busy. like, room where this <laughs> yeah. is. There's this one guy. downloading elf yeah. cabal. Yeah. There's, no, like, one grumpy elf. Like, what do you want? Another one of these games? <laughs> Stupid, the Pokemons. And then, you know, knowing my kids are uh, kind of um, money crunching right now. You know, they're on their own and just still trying to figure things out. I'll let them know, hey, you can get 11 free games here if you, you know. As I, I told them. Most likely, you're not going to like many of them, but they're free. Yeah. So give it, a, give them a try. I mean, coloring book is exactly what you think it is. Yeah, it's a coloring book. My daughter loves it. She thought it was great. Yeah, my wife would probably get a down. kick out of puzzle book. Because yeah, they both so down. I've told my kids, I was like, both of y'all download these games. Come on, I mean, yeah. you'll at least find something you like probably in there. So don't, I, so don't. Go ahead, Alex. Oh, I was just saying, I googled Mana Spark. And this seems like a game that I might like, actually. So I need to get on this train. There you go. Set set a reminder on your phone every single day, right? Like, yep. go to good download game. free game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of games, uh, if you've ever used a Redbox kiosk in you know the last few years to rent a game or you know try out a game to see if it was something you would like to buy, uh, this next little discussion here that we're going to have maybe for you. So let's discuss. The bombshell announcement of Redbox getting out of the video game rental market. So uh, by a show of hands, which no one on this uh, on the audio part of this podcast will be able to uh, see, but we'll fill you in. How many of us have rented a game from Redbox before? I have. I'm raising my hand. All right. I, I, I rented so Spider-Man for PS4, and I tried renting God of War last year and got a photocopy of a disc. Uh, yeah, and we're going we're gonna to come back to that photocopy <laughs> thing because I actually feel like that has something to do partly with this decision. All right, so it was announced this week that uh, Redbox will begin phasing out video game rentals and it seemed like it was something that possibly would happen over time. Nah, they're already selling games. They have stopped renting games and are, they are only available for purchase via local Redbox kiosk now, which means in a good way, if you're looking for a deal on a hot new game and it hasn't already been bought yet, you can go out and get things like, uh, what's the new Star Wars game? Always Rogue Fallen Jedi Order. or Fallen Order. There you go. It's it's forty nine ninety nine in Redbox and probably mm -hmm. almost brand new. Uh, and that's for both systems. There's WWE two K twenty and other uh, NBA two K twenty, other uh, Borderlands three, really popular games that have come out in the last few months are available here. But 
Guys, this is a pretty big deal. I, I don't know that people actually see it that way or not, because, I mean, Redbox, you think more movies than anything. But uh, the reason I say that's a big deal is when's the last time you went into your local video store and rented a video game? I would say about last year for me as well, but that store now is no longer exists. So I I don't have any other than maybe my library. I don't have no other place to rent games. Right. So the the idea or the the reality here, like Mario party was the last game I rented. Okay. So Mm -hmm. see that the idea here is now that, or the, the thing we've got going on is that the only place to rent games is Gamefly. Now, will this, probably help Gamefly. Absolutely, it will help them. But uh, this is kind of a, a big deal. And so business Justin just flew in, uh, and he is here mm, to talk and, us through. His arms are the, tired. The business side of this uh, decision. Justin, what do you think is going on here, man? That's, I mean, that's a great question. So I will be fully transparent. I've never used uh, Redbox, so I don't have sure. any context. I I'm going to be honest, Sean, let me know in the chat. Do we even have Redbox in Canada? I don't know if we do, um, but I never use it. And if we do, if we did have it, I don't know if it has games. Um, Business Justin's thought on this. Uh, Probably the risk of having a game to rent and the cost of having it back is is too high. Um, I think... The upkeep of being able to, to take, you know, to keep um games available would be a cost associated with it um potentially i lend you you know i get get, you know you borrow death stranding it comes back it's all scratched to bejeebus and you can't use it anymore um yeah i i i don't know like i'd love to know just from your guys actually standpoint of like as users of it why do you think it's not it's not going to be going this way alex what has been your experience with like redbox or even renting games yeah so i actually i use redbox frequently i would say like uh probably every every four or five months i'll rent a game from redbox every time we do extra life every november i rent several games from redbox whether it's getting if we're playing a multiplayer game like overwatch or something like that and we need another copy i'll run to redbox grab it for a night and we're good to go or even just like if it's a game that i'm not sure if i will enjoy like resident evil 2 per se um i have gone to redbox picked it up installed it and played through a little bit of it um, to see if I like it before I purchase it. Um, and so that's kind of been a big way for me. I know uh, family members of mine use Redbox a lot just to play games in general. Um, they'll rent it three days at a time, take it out on a weekend when they're not busy and, and play through a game, you know. So um, it, it's so much cheaper. Granted, I, I, I feel like I buy a lot of games that I probably should Redbox instead. Mm. Um, but it, it, I am going to miss the fact that uh, that I can't do that anymore and then I have to either do Gamefly or just rely on reviews, and I, I can't really get that hands-on experience anymore. Yeah. yeah. Switch, and, and, game, Switch games were only available in certain markets, and in my market, mm-hmm. they've advertised Switch games coming soon for a year. Yeah. Never, never happened. And, yeah, we never got and I And I wonder, I wonder if, that's, if that's a bit of the byproduct problem of it, right? So you're looking so, – so – you know, I think something like Blockbuster, when Blockbuster was so prolific, right? Like it was on every corner. We knew the Blockbuster brand. You know you could go in there to get games. You could rent it, right? Yeah. It was a familiar process and a procedure, right? And it was a comfortable – brick and mortar was a store. But I think the barrier to entry for something like a Redbox, which is 
it's literally a red box in maybe the corner of your supermarket or wherever it may be, mm-hmm. right? And you're getting a game from it. That feels, I think, foreign to some people, right? So your casual user probably won't engage with it the same way um, as someone would just walk into Blockbuster and be like, oh, I can rent a movie. I can rent a game. So I think there's a barrier to entry. I think it also um, shrinks down your potential kind of user base, right? So there's associations with that. So I think what you could see, so if you're like, you have a small user base, you then have areas where you're not installing stuff. So for like Nintendo Switch games are a great example. You're not in and your market is showing that there just doesn't appear to be an actual desire for it. Then you're not going to progressively push it everywhere else. That's why Jesse never came to you, right? Because it just never had enough enough actual sales. Um, I do I do think this that to your point though, Alex, I think it I think it takes away for some things, right? Mm-hmm. For that for that casual person who just wants to jump in, right? We know that video games continues to be an area that people are engaged in with, but yeah. you want to you want to move mom and pop from the you know casual gamer on their mobile device to a console device, right? That sells more units. That's a better thing for the larger industry holistically, right? Um but you also don't want them to walk and be like, oh, a game costs $80. That's that's hard. I'm not going to take a risk on that. I'm not going to yeah. buy it. Yeah. So Redbox allowed for that sampling, right? We all had that when we were younger. Blockbuster allowed for us to sample games before you said to mom and dad, this is what I want for Christmas. This is what I want for my birthday, right? So by not having that sampling, it actually loses some of that ability for people more likely just to engage with it. So I do think that's a challenge. And I think when, you, when you're alternate, you know, I think, again, the U.S., you mentioned a couple of moments ago here, Alex, uh, Gamefly, right? If you were if you were turned off by Redbox in the corner, you're probably even more turned off by the idea of Gamefly, which, as I recall, is just mailing a game out to you. Correct? And, yep. Yeah. And uh, can are you guaranteed the game that you select? No. And that's, that's why well, well, on, on every like, time that I've had every time I've had Gamefly, like hot games. Unless you've had them queued up on your list like way before release date, yeah. you're not getting them. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, and, it's like Netflix d- disgruntled you. Yeah, you yeah. queue up your games. You had your and, queue, and it would send you what was available. Yeah, but they'll, they'll start at the top times, of the list and work their way down if it's not mm-hmm. available. Yeah, there were multiple times mm-hmm. during my last time as a GameFly member that I would have a game in my top, and it would say, you know, limited availability. Yeah, and and then. Like I would assume limited availability means there's some of them out there, you know, and then it would skip that game multiple times. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm not getting the games I want. So this service, yeah, I want to play all these other games, but it's not doing what I want it to. Yeah. Uh, And for me, like I didn't use Redbox gaming all that much, but it allowed me to rent games, especially, since I'm wary of AAA games because in in a whole like in recent years I haven't enjoyed them as much or been disappointed by them, uh, especially on you know, like PS4, Xbox, uh, mm-hmm. it allowed me to rent those and experience them and decide for myself instead of just watching game footage or you know taking yeah. somebody's word for it. And so that's where I'm going to miss it. Like I totally get it because, like Jesse said, with the theft issues, that was that was rampant. It was it was not unheard of to like pull the game out and open the case and there's a piece of paper in there. Yeah. I've had it happen to me. me Jesse's had it happen to him. And it so the the thing about DVDs is DVDs are cheaper. 
you know, to replace the DVD copies. What say in some cases it's 10 bucks, it's 15 bucks, 20 bucks. With a game, you're paying $60 every time, 65 bucks every time. Well, I'm sure they and get wholesale gets, pricing, but still, that's well, pricey. Right. Well, if you have wholesale pricing, is 40 bucks or $35. Yeah, probably. It's still, it's still very pricey, like you said. And so I, I think ultimately it probably became a war of attrition. Like, how long can we keep this going without uh, pulling it and without, you know, raising prices or, or whatever. Mm. And Redbox has raised prices. I remember when it first started and it was rent this movie for two day, two nights for 99 cents. Yeah. You know, it's now it's pay a dollar 99 and hope you, you better get it back in 12 hours or you're going to accrue a $10 fee or whatever. <laughs> we I will come to your house. I, I say $10 fee because every, I like we've banned Redbox from our house because every time we rent one, it's always like, crap, I forgot the movie yep. three days later. Oh crap. We still forgot the movie. <laughs> Yeah, yep. might as well yeah. bought it. I, I, I've never been that bad, but I, there has been, you know, oh, it's you know, it's about the deadline's nine o'clock. Um, I, I see it's still on my desk nine thirty, and then I'll uh, I do return it the yep. next day and just pay the extra day. But that's, yeah, I would, still that I adds up. Be very interested in hearing from some of our, our fans either in the chat or over on uh, social media about people who were prolific users of this, you know, yeah. service and how it's going to affect them because it always, when something like this happens, it may not be a huge footprint, but it is going to affect some people in a very negative way because yeah. that's where they got, you know, most of their gaming from either they couldn't afford it or, mm -hmm. you know, to buy a new games a lot and they were able to rent them through Redbox, and now they have no other option. Uh, yeah. It kind of, it kind of makes me think back to, you remember, I guess it was a couple of years ago that GameStop was going to try the, you could pay a certain fee, come in and get any game, walk in and trade it out for another one Yeah, for a monthly fee. Like it kind of makes me wish that that had happened. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, you know, it, de it definitely makes the barrier of entry more difficult, right? And as game prices continue to rise, um, it's challenging. And, and, you know, when dollars and dimes and are, and budgets are tight, you don't want to you don't want to miss you don't you don't want to miss on a game right you don't want to waste sixty bucks or eighty bucks um, so I think there's a valuable I think there's a market for it um, I just don't know how it's how it's supported in this this day and age right so I don't know yeah I feel like your next best option your next best option as a Redbox user like it's not optimal because they don't necessarily have all the latest releases but there are occasions when uh, when they do have them is, is game pass, you know, I know, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. outer wilds came out earlier in the summer. That yeah. was a game that came to game pass day one. I know outer wilds was one of those, you know, um, and it doesn't replace the fact that you can go to game pass and, you know, open up Jedi fallen order for, for three bucks for a night and try yeah. it out. It, it's a, it's a different experience for sure. Well, but and, as far I, and as I, bargain goes, you know. Well, I, I wonder actually, Alex, if maybe something like GameSpot or GameSpot, sorry, I apologize, Game Pass happened to help with that kind of like nail in that coffin for Redbox. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so hey, I'll just pay my you know sixty bucks or whatever it is a year, and I got I got this, and now I have access to all these games. I know that, when I did, was of, looking at, at at our box's inventory, uh, there's normally more Xbox One games than PS4 games. Yeah. Same here. So that's Same very here. likely. So I wonder, yeah. and doesn't and doesn't PlayStation have a sort of a versioning of this game? Yeah, PlayStation Plus. now, yeah. Thank you, yeah, yeah. yeah. PS Plus, yeah. It, it's it's more for legacy games. Some mm -hmm. PS2s, most PS3s, 
Yeah. I don't think there's many PS4 games available. But now, but now with Plus, you get uh, free games every month, just like Games with Gold. Yeah. Well, what became Game as- Pass? I mean, it's there, but yeah, you're right about now. It's more for the for the older games. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's let's you know pour one out for Redbox, and maybe maybe if you're walking past that that store this week, folks, and and you see that red square box in the corner by the grocery store. Go over, maybe take a moment, give it a hug, and remember <laughs> that it too will miss you. Do we got that? Do we got that cue ready there, Jesse? Uh, no. You son of a gun! I was queuing you up for Sarah McLaughlin's "I Will Remember You" yeah. for Jesse <laughs> to cue that, and he missed it. Why do we pay you? Why do we pay you? Speaking now you of just people, have to sing it. Yeah, I know. I will remember. Copyright's going to come quickly. I know that. Speaking <laughs> of people who are going to get paid, of course, developers are going to get paid more and more because tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, are the Game Awards and people will be getting some bonuses, I am sure. We are on Game Awards Eve. And just like last week, Rogers Bass joined us and talked a little bit about his thoughts of Game Awards, his predictions. What can we expect from the big Nintendo? What surprises, what may be reveals? Alex, I'm going to put you in that hot, speed, hot seat. I'd love to know what are you thinking about the Game Awards tomorrow? Uh, I am excited. I, I don't know what I'm expecting, to be honest. Uh, I'm hoping we see Batman revealed mm-hmm. finally. Uh, they've been teasing that for a few months now. Uh, and I'm hoping to see um, some sort of Nintendo announcement. I don't know. I don't. They, they tweeted out the other day, you know, tune into the Game Awards and all that stuff. Um, they, I don't know if they're a promising announcement, an announcement, but I, I would love to see something on like an update on Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're going to honestly, I don't think we're going to get that. I think that'll be January, like a January yeah. direct. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but I have hope like something like that. Uh, and then I would like to know um, just what's going on. There were there was a few uh, Tencent games that were announced at the Game Awards uh, a couple years ago. It was a Battle Royale game. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but I'm, I'm curious if we're going to get any like updates on previous announcement of, from the game awards, but okay. I, I love any sort of like multiplayer game, any, any sort of battle royale. I, I love single player too. I love Batman. I, lo- I love all these things, but yeah. I'm kind of in the mood for like a, a multiplayer games as of late. That's kind of okay. what I've been into. So an announcement re- regarding that would be very exciting for me. Okay. I think I did see speaking of multiplayer online. I think Epic did say that they had something to announce. Mm. regarding regarding Fortnite okay Okay. so Mm. last last year they did the creative island i believe or creators island yeah so and obviously we know that on saturday is the last uh, rise of skywalker trailer in risky reels Mm -hmm. so they they may have a couple things to to do there so uh, traditionally, I mean, Nintendo has revealed a couple, a couple of things here, right? I definitely do think we're going to get our, we're going to get our smash, right? We're going to get that character announcement for sure. Yeah. I think, right. Last year they announced Marvel ultimate Alliance year before that they announced Bayonetta year before that they gave us some peeks and looks into, um, breath of the wild as well. So d- I would expect a couple uh, things from, from Nintendo for sure. Do we think we're going to get another peek at breath of the wild? Too? No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, way too early for that. Yeah, I, I think I think what happened with them because they 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 showed Breath of the Wild twice at back to back Game Awards and it was like mm-hmm. delayed. I don't think they're going to pull that that card twice. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we hear anything about Breath of the Wild until E3 this year, and then the very end we're going to get like a trailer is going to say November 2020. Mm. Well, I'm wondering if That's we're going to get a Metroid. Some 
announcement. That's the, I mean, that's that, that rumor was there last year, though, right? Like, everyone's like looking around the rumor rocks. We're like, well, it's nothing under here. Why don't we just say Metroid again? Yeah. <laughs> rumor rocks. That's that's good. That's good. Did you just, did you just come up with that? Did on the spot. Do you want that? You can keep it. No, Take it's it, put, good. Put it in your that's back pocket. Good. Use it for later. Uh, let me <laughs> let me come in and let me come in and crush the hype a little bit and crush. The All right, please do. We're we're not getting a Smash character reveal tomorrow. It's not happening. Who wants uh, to, Who wants to bet on this one? Anyone? I don't want to bet on it, but I'm just telling uh-huh. you we're not getting one because I mean, the the end date was quoted as February. We'll get one in the in the Nintendo Direct that comes out in January. I, I'm, oh no, I. I, I'm expecting it too. Really, I think we get. I think we get the reveal here, but I don't think it comes available. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with Justin. I, I, I think we will have the reveal tomorrow night with it releasing in February-ish. Yeah, maybe like the full breakdown in the direct of January. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the exactly. only reason the only reason I say that is because the like Banjo and Terry announcements have not had anywhere near the time between them from announcement to release as we've seen like with the previous two. So the Joker I, had like I, a four month gap because it yeah, was no, still I think, that, I think that it's it is much I think there'd be much more hype for them to throw it in in a January direct. And we know we're probably getting a January direct because we normally do around that time. So you you throw it out in January, you you finish it off in February, and then you say, "Hey, fall 2020 next DLC character." Yeah. That's when pack okay. number two goes live. I, I don't know, like, I, I mean, I could see them doing it, but I also know, or, or I also believe that Nintendo is not going to be that predictable to do two Smash characters back to back year back to back years. But I will go ahead and throw out a safe prediction, and this is what I think the safe prediction is that. Whatever announcement it's going to be, it's going to be while Reggie's on stage. Yeah, I was going to say that he is going to be a presenter. He's presenting. They didn't say Mm. what he's presenting. It's going to be while Reggie's on stage. I'd love if Reggie just came out and was like, well, you've all asked for Mother 3. (laughs) And then he goes, and they're not getting it. So here's just arms starts, two. Yeah, exactly. Just starts flipping the bird and then walks <laughs> oh off. Oh my gosh. Arms <laughs> two in place of mother three would be amazing. I would love it. Burn Lex. the internet down. Uh and, the, and no, the, what would be what would be hilarious if he is was if he came out and let's just amalgamate all this. It's like, hey guys, smash DLC character number five, fees of me. Boom. There you go. Yep. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> Fees at me with pallets with pallet swap costumes for a wada. There you go. You're done. Done. You're done. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean I'm definitely I'm definitely I, expecting I want that amiibo. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> expecting uh, a reveal from them. Uh I think for Smash, but definitely at least one other, you know, trailer or something. Maybe like a, a preview, like a Pikmin 4. I think it's gonna be something out of left field again, like Bayonetta, like Marvel. Yeah, it genuinely could be. It could be whatever this this rumored remake of Metroid is potentially. It could be the Metroid trilogy. Um, so I think there's a lot there. But I mean, the other thing that we just have to be very aware of is the fact that we, for Nintendo only at this point of 2020, know Animal Crossing in March, and we know Sharp Fe in January. January. That is it. Um, so they have a very large calendar to fill. Yeah. Um, now, now they are they are people who they're a company that will traditionally reveal portions when they want to. 
But I mean, we are we are coming, you know, as, as the chat said, we're 20 days from 2020 and we don't know a lot for 2020. Um, and I think that that, um, that they have we've a had this conversation every year for the yeah. last three years. Yeah. I'm not worried. No, either am I. But I think, I think they have the ability to start telling boys, their, start telling their story. It's time. Super Mario 3D World Deluxe. Oh, it's time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get out of here. So on oh. that on that note, on a yeah. deluxe version of a game, Wind Waker for Switch. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I've been waiting for it. Uh, what I, I really I, think is going to happen. I buy that is, again. Yeah, I, me too. What I would really, what I really want, and what I think could happen is, it's. I feel like it's about time to get a Mario sports game on the Switch. A mm-hmm. Mario Golf. A, is a it too close to Mario? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, we had Mario Tennis. So? I don't know. Like I, I was thinking, like a Mario Strikers or something like that. Um, yep. I really wish they'd revive the wrestling volleyball concept from a few <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Do you do you think I'm down DLC, for that? <laughs> do you think we get some kind of update DLC for Mario Maker? I know we just had Mario Maker update now with the Zelda, but do we get like the other palette swap or the skin? Could oh, like the Mario Two. Yeah. You know what I think? What if it was this? And I know we're we're purely in space. Oh yeah, we're totally yeah. like. I, I don't. Uh, I don't see. I, I can see that happening in January. I don't see that happening tomorrow. Metroid Prime Trilogy for Switch now available <laughs> with Morph Ball power up for Mario Maker 2. That's a lot. That's a big sentence you just said. <laughs> yeah, that's a big, yeah uh, it's, it's taking a, wee, a while to it's parse the sentence. To celebrate. I mean, let's just, just rain it all down right now. Yeah. Metroid uh, Prime Available now. So, uh, I think, exactly. just like they, they added a link with the Master Sword item, mm-hmm. have a, a some sort of Shozo statue item or something, which turns you into Samus, that so you can do Samus things. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, Jerry, I noticed, Jerry's in our chat here, I do notice, yes, we have Mario Tennis. I forgot, all right? I believe, briefly forgot we had Mario uh, Tennis. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, sorry. You're not wrong to, to have forgotten about that. Game of the year, that. Justin. I know, I know. Mario I play a lot of Mario Tennis when it when it released, and then I just fell off hard. I played every uh, month when they gave us the new character just to get the new character. But you uh, know, yeah. again, that was it. That was a game that grew well. That was the game that grew well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of though, the Game Awards, folks, we will be live streaming our reaction tomorrow. Am I right, folks, that is gentlemen? Right. That's the okay, plan. Cool. I'm not, at, I I won't be there. But beginning Jesse, at thirty Central Time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the only yes. time that matters. That is six thirty Mountain. Six thirty Mountain Standard Time, folks. All right, that's, that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Everyone so, else. so Marty, you're you're available tomorrow. I am here. Uh, I'll be available. We're freak out together. My son is going to try to be available because you know, he, he plays more Smash than all of us combined, and he yes. probably plays more Fortnite than all of us can, combined. Can I ask, <laughs> you You gave a time limit on this. Is this thing really four hours long? Uh, 7.30 to 11 Central's is usually <sighs> when they go. So, yeah. <sighs> oh. So, three and, a half, three and a half hours. They do have That's little commercial breaks. It's not constant. Good, good luck, gentlemen. I'll be I'll be thinking of you while I'm at get the some Christmas rest dinner. tonight. You're yeah. the one who wanted us to do this. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I I think it's good. I think it's good entertainment. To be completely honest, I think it's valuable for our audience. Audience in the chat, do you want to see it? Oh, they're all saying yes. Do you not read? It? I mean, they're all they're all Don't unanimously you all want to see saying Justin yes. React to it? No, they said too much. He's too much. It's too much. 
yeah. No, I mean, Alex and I are going to be busy playing Fortnite that time. What do you want from me? Oh, I don't know. It's just too much. Okay, I see how it is. Speaking <laughs> of too much, uh, why don't we talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Let's do it. All right, Alex, uh, Nintendo Dad's tradition here. You're up first. What have you been playing? The man goes for a drink of water, and you're like, you first, go. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I've been kind of like tidying up. It's the end that of the happens. year. I've been revisiting old games. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite. I've also been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, which is not a Nintendo game. So I, w- I will save that for later. But um, a lot of Fortnite. Uh, I, I play a lot with my family. So I play with my mom my brothers uh and we do a lot of squads and it's been really fun i've really enjoyed um chapter two so far uh we're nine weeks in i think um and i'm just i'm loving it um but but the main thing i've been sitting at when i sit down at night and i'm on the couch i'm just relaxing it's pokemon sword and shield specifically pokemon shield um i am now on the fourth gym leader so i'm kind of behind a lot of people but I'm taking my sweet time with it. Not as far uh, as I am. Yeah, okay, there you go. Just finish. That's two. exactly where I'm at. So okay, I don't feel so bad then. There's other people who are like, I've completed the entire Pokedex and I already and I did it twice. I already beat it again. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we have, a, we have a few of those in our discard. Yeah, my I started yeah. starting a shiny hunt. Yeah. Um. So a lot of my Pokemon right now are like in the level 30s. So I I went with Grookey. So I've almost got the third evolution of Grookey. Uh, which I'm excited about. And then I'm rocking. I decided I was going to, there, there was a temptation to a lot of my favorite Pokemon are in this game, specifically Growlithe and Arcanine. They're some of my favorite Pokemon from a kid, from being a kid. But I was like, you know what? It's a new game. I'm, I'm not going to play with any of the old Pokemon. I'm only going to play with Pokemon that I'm not familiar with. Uh, and I haven't, I have not played Pokemon in quite a while. So there are a lot of those. Uh, that might not that might be uh, not new for other people. So they're not necessarily all Gen 8s, but they're new to you. Correct. Which is, which is yeah. fair. I, and I think right now, actually, most of them, if not all, are Gen 8. Um, and I, 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 I'm, I can't. I'm awful with the Pokemon names. Um, You're not the only one. Yeah, there's a there's a Earth Horse that I have. I think Mudbray was the first evolution. I have the second evolution of that. I, I don't know, know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is. <laughs> yeah pretty much um pan cham uh is like a fighting panda um I, I have a bunch of different pokemon point is i'm enjoying it it's that game that i go to at night and I, i'm i'm enjoying the the first few gem leaders i feel like they are very easy uh and i do feel like there is a ramp up in difficulty as you as you progress which is exciting for me because it's not fun to really steamroll you know what i mean and so Having yeah. these, I did struggle a little really, with the third one. Yeah, same here. Uh, that was the first one I did. And what I really love about the gym leaders is one, uh, they're more difficult. Like I, I know the first gym leader, you get there, you you always expect, or at least as a kid, I always expected. Okay, they're probably gonna be mostly level tens, and then their last Pokemon will be like level thirteen or something. Uh, and so I was expecting to steamroll that, and then the first gym leader, their last Pokemon is level twenty. I'm like, oh okay, like this is a little more involved. <laughs> like I actually might have to have some strategy here. So uh, that continues to progress as you get through the gyms. And I really like what they've done with the new gyms wherein uh, there are gym challenges before every gym and there are different activities. So the first gym, you are herding sheep. The second gym, you are 
it's a, uh, a pretty simple but still fun to do uh, a water maze that you're going through. And each one has like these new challenges in order to get instead of just in past games, it's just a gauntlet of trainers that you have to beat to get to the gym leader. So I'm enjoying the new activities. I'm enjoying the, the variants. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun. So that's kind of what I've been playing. Pokemon Shield. Awesome. Awesome. Jesse, what about you? Okay, so I did uh, play a little bit of Tetris 99 last night with a new team battle, and I don't know if I was just unusually bad last night or if all the, all the good players came back to play, try a new mode. <laughs> I didn't get it. The, I think the best I did was like 40th. And uh, and every time I picked a team, it was the first one eliminated. So mm. ev- every single time. So, <laughs> well, it was obviously your fault then. It must have been. Okay, then I also tried the Robonauts we talked about earlier. We got free mm-hmm. from Cubic Games. And uh, I said this earlier when I talk, talked about playing Metroid Prime, and I don't know if you all thought I was being facetious or not, but I said playing shoot, that type of shooter game was making me nauseous. I had the same feeling with this game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not to say that's a bad game. I'm, it's just I can't play these games. <laughs> So I tried, I can, I'll say I did that. I tried it and uh, it's going to get deleted uh, next time I have on my switch. But, you know, I liked what I did. I liked the, the, how it started. It just got too much for me really quick. Okay. Then the, the last game I want to talk about is uh, the Talos principle deluxe edition. And uh, when, when, I, when I saw this at, you know, on the indie event, they, Talked about it as a first-person puzzle game, which kind of had little some Portal vibes to me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not completely wrong. You know, you, you're not you're not making wormholes or anything, but uh, basically, the, the the gimmick of the game is you're but in this you are a sentient artificial being in a simulation, and I think you just the end goal is. I don't know what the end goal fully is yet. I think you're just, I don't know if you're just trying to get out or, mm-hmm. but really early on, you are said, you're, you know, this omnipotent voice character uh, says, I'm able to go anywhere I want in this world, except for the top of the tower. If I go there, I'll die, which of course I want to go there now. That's probably <laughs> where the end game is. Um, so it, each, so each little hub area has smaller sub sub sections that you know kind of equivalent to what a testing room is in Portal, and you're traversing the maze, and you learn really quick how you that there's an item called a jammer. You, it's just sitting on the ground. You can pick it up and place it anywhere else you want, and you use it to disable these attack spheres or this laser cannon or, or this energy barrier that you can't pass through. So that's the gameplay pretty much is just manipulating these jammers so far. Uh, the end goal is to pick up this, what they call a sigil. It's basically mm-hmm. like a Tetris piece. And once you've collected enough of these pieces, you're able to go to a gate that says, in order to open this gate, you need three, these three sigil. And so once you collect them, you can get, you go to the gate and it gives you a four by three grid and you put the pieces in to make it a solid rectangle and then unlocks it, giving you access to the next section. Mm-hmm. And so initially you're the first section is you have to get the three sigil and that's all you can do. Once you get past that, you're in an area that has five sigil and it's 
just marked area A1. Once you get past that, you are able to get into the area A hub, which has a total of seven zones. When Once you peak A2, you'll have enough pieces to actually get into the, the real hub, which gives you access to world A, world B, world C, each with their own subworlds, and the tower. Oh, dang. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it it starts off with really small scopes, but it, it opens up so it's you know, they say 120 puzzles, and I think I've solved 10 so far, maybe 12. So it's yeah, it's, it's has, this will have a, way, a ways for me to go. Each each sub sub world, you know, what I called A1, A2, has between three and five pieces in it. Most have three or four. Very few will have five. So it doesn't take long to get through them. But uh, so far, I'm having fun with it, and I'll continue to play through it. And in the main menu, it had the Telus principle as an item, and then another. That's probably what the deluxe edition means. I don't know uh, what that is okay. yet. Yeah. I, so this is what I've never heard of Talos Principle, but I got the feeling this was available other places first, like probably on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this yeah. is now like that plus something new, which again I haven't I haven't looked at yet, so I don't know what it is. I'll get to that at some point and talk about it more when I when I know more about that. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. I, I really want to pick that up too. I've I've never played it. I've always wanted to, so I think Switch is the perfect place. Yeah, so it it does kind of fill that portal type of hole. Mm -hmm. Bad pun, but uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) you know that it it, it scratches that itch. And I've actually wanted to replay through Portal and Portal Two recently, so I think this is satisfying that. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to see Portal One and Two come to Switch at some point, but I wouldn't. (sighs) Probably not going to happen. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I wouldn't play it because I tried playing Portal on PS3 and it did not work well. I prefer mouse and keyboard for that. Gotcha. Justin, what have you been playing, man? Uh, Fortnite and Pokemon Shield. Uh, I'm at the near the third gym, uh, so I'm I'm still I'm still getting through it as well. Uh, but I but I am liking it. I think the thing that I, I'll talk about because I think this is the thing that people want to know the most about her that I would say is um dauntless i've been playing dauntless that's what i've been playing last day yes let's talk about that um so i was saying before that i wanted something that was kind of this again this has been on my radar i like the idea of fortnite i like the idea of this kind of coming together doing missions i think like you're mentioning um alex like hey it's you have family or couch co-op solos are fun but I, i like to jump in there and i've been having a lot of fun with playing some duos with a friend of mine so Dauntless was kind of like that new thing. And I think the best way I can describe it is like Fortnite-esque times or or mixed with Monster Hunter. Yeah. So that is the best way to describe it. So essentially you uh, have to chase – you have to go against these behemoths, which are giant monsters that you face in a battle. Now what you can do is you can go solo. So it's just yourself against it. Um, and then what you basically need to do beforehand is you kind of find out what kind of behemoth it is. And so then you want gear to match or to at least counter it, right? So if it's ice, you want fire gear, essentially, yeah. right? Not not too overly difficult. Um, but there is a level of strategy that you have to deploy. Make sure that you have the health mats to go in. Make sure you have energy. And you can have these kind of different um, alchemy potions to support your support your um, time there as well. And then you go in, you go in for a hunt. So I did a couple ones by myself. 
Um, and the first couple of times, I mean, it's not overly difficult, right? You're learning the controls, you're feeling comfortable with it. Uh, and then I joined a squad of just four random people jumped in and, uh, and that was quite enjoyable. Uh, me and my friend played duos together and that was great. And then we did like the two of us plus two randoms. That was great. I will also say we didn't win every single time. Oh, that's so cool. Th- yeah. yeah. So there was, there was actually like, we, we, uh, we went against one actually today. It took us like 12 or 13 minutes of four of us. Um, and we did not win. Like it, it killed all of us beforehand. Like we, so it was like, and, you know, you, and you do get, you do get rewards for going against it, but you don't get the full loot, right? You get some of the loot. So that's kind of a nice cool. They also have the ability very much like, um, in Fortnite, especially with the new changes now where you can actually see, not necessarily see progression, but Hey, you, you have accomplished this thing. You've accomplished this goal you're looking for. You see the check mark show off. There you go. So those kind of like those little dopamine hits of you've accomplished this thing, right? You visited risky reels five times, click, you can yeah. kind of see those things going off on it. One of the things I would say about it in general, when you're actually on the island fighting the behemoths, that's that's a ton of fun, right? That's that's kind of where your where your meat and potatoes are. That's where the enjoyable are. Each interaction is probably anywhere between I don't know, five to 15 minutes, depending on how many people are in your squad, how tough the beast is, how prepared you were, right? Um, kind of all those pieces. The other nice part is that like, so for example, we went against the beast today, a behemoth, and we got it down to like, you could actually see, okay, it's got it down to half health and we're like banging at it. We're like, it's great. And then it like rised up. And this one was a, a bug. It was a bug or a bird. It like flew up and then it flew down into the earth and burrowed and disappeared. And you're like, okay, so where'd it go? <laughs> so then it's at a, so then it's at like then it's at a different spot in the island. So then you 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 know everyone's kind of starts searching. So everyone kind of like scatters. Monster and then use maybe, dig. It's super effective. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he goes to scatter, and then maybe like you know Alex is out. He's trying to find it. He all of a sudden finds it. He can shoot up a flare, and then we all go to find him. But he's there by himself for a couple minutes while we're trying to solve it, and then we all kind of jump in. So it's kind of this also like a little bit of chasing when you need to as well. And then the island, you're actually collecting gear uh, and collecting kind of like the plants and vegetation that's around it that you're going to use later to actually accomplish some of your objectives. So that's really great. So on the island, that kind of fun, that's that's a lot of a lot of good times. I really enjoy that. The challenge I have with it, and this is a little bit of, of the, yeah, but when you go to Ram's Head or Ramsgate, Ramsgate, sorry, Ramsgate is kind of like your um, your hub world. Right. This is where you can run around and you can see players from all over the all over, you know, the world playing. And they're, hey, by the way, here's the armor place. So you can go and, and get your armor done up and you change your colors. I felt like at every interaction, they really, really want you to pay for something. <laughs> they yeah. really like every time you go like, oh, I'll go over into this armor set. Like I accidentally your man who's kind of like, hey, I have armor. And I was just like, oh, pop him by to see him. And the moment I open, he's like, hey, here's a store and this will cost you, you want a battle plat- pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want a battle pass to 600 platinums. And it's, you know, like that's the thing I do admire about Fortnite. It's like, here's your battle pass. If you want it, you can buy it. If not, that's cool. Right. Like they don't really, really push it on you. But I felt like with with um, Dauntless, every single time I interact with somebody, they're always asking, like, basically, would you like would you like to buy more? Oh, you like that dye color? Not a problem. You can definitely spend 300 platinum that you need to spend, you know, six Canadian dollars to get that platinum. Do you have to buy this stuff? No, you don't have to. Right. And uh, so that's kind of a nice part. But I definitely felt like that was very, very in your face at various points um, that I didn't care much for. 
but there's a lot of like there's a lot of side missions right there's a lot of there's your main mission and then your village people at your at ram's head you can actually accept side missions so as simple as like hey when you're out there i'm looking for four you know raven claws it happens to be that when you're next your hunt you kill it your reward is like 10 raven raven claws you bring it back to your man and you get some gold and some stuff like that right yeah so the, so there is there is a lot of that um the battle you ever get hufflepuffs as well I mean, why would you not write some <laughs> Slytherins as well? Um, and uh, and the other thing I would say with like the battle pass is it's slow to move, right? So we played for almost two and a half hours today, and we only got I think one or two extra or one or two levels on our battle pass. It's all mm-hmm. experience based, but there's a lot of challenges, right? Like you have to you have to play with your friends online for eight matches. You have to use only swords for three matches. You need to. So there's a lot of kind of those those qualifiers that I think are really enjoyable. It's a free to play game, so no harm, no foul to download it. It's only five or six gigs, um, huh. and then the if you wanted to get join in for the battle pass for this season, it's on sale. I think for like six ninety nine. So, question. Yes, I played this on PS4 when it first released briefly. Yep. I had fun. But I ran into major performance issues, especially in the town. Is that present or have they ironed that That is That is definitely present. Okay. Okay. So it almost feels like the town and – or so Ram's Head and then like the actual islands almost feel like they're running on completely different platforms or systems and servers. Yeah. Because yeah. like the lag spikes that we had in the town and the performance issues were a little bit ridiculous. But then when I was actually out on an island fighting Behemoth, it, I never fine. really experienced – Yeah, never, it was fine. So Which makes sense of, because you'd have it is like in, in in terms of MMO, your cities will be where everyone gathers, and then when yeah, you go yeah. out on a mission, it'll be it'll spin off an instance server, yeah, where yeah. only your group will be in it. So, so maybe that does make sense, but I would definitely say yeah, that that does not appear to be polished yet on in the side there, um, Alex. So if that is something that was a concern, so like like I said, my the the most fun I have is when I'm actually out fighting. Mm-hmm. Right, and then the most tedious part is like, okay, now I'm back here, and now I need. And but ev- after every match, you go back to, you go back to uh, Ramsgate, so you can easily join back up again. I sometimes find the server queue is a little bit long too, but I don't know, little things to be worked out. But it's a lot of fun. I'd highly recommend it if you're if you're kind of like a Monster Hunter cross Fortnite world, this is definitely it. Yeah, I might give this a shot again. I I had a blast when I played it. Um, I think it just came out around a busy time, so yeah. all, I I think I got up to like the second or third monster, um, and very fun. So I'm yeah. glad it's on Switch. I feel like that's like the the perfect place to have it. So oh, for sure, yeah. And I've got like a ton of different like skins and gear now already, and it's like yeah. like I said, they do the dopamine hits pretty pretty easily, pretty pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if so, you yeah. got uh, Twitch. Uh, Prime, you get some extra yes. stuff too, right? Ooh. Yeah, Twitch, Twitch Prime. They have, and I, because I knew I had Dauntless on my radar for a while, so I had, they had back in August. They're like, ah, oh, here's some Dauntless stuff, and I was like, I don't have Dauntless yet, but I'm going to claim this, and I'm going to take this reward key, and that's exactly what I did. So I cashed in two reward keys last yesterday, and I got lots of, I got two different Dauntless sets of gear and, and ammo, um, and then they also um, launched the Sky Skyward. Storm Raiders, um, Storm, Storm Raiders, Storm Sky Chaser. Raiders, Storm Chasers set for Switch as well. That's a free download. So there's lots of little freebies that you can grab as well. Yeah, and the, if, is that Nintendo Switch exclusive or is that just yes. their, their skins Switch, that are exclusive? Switch exclusive, that one. Okay. Yep. Well, Very cool. As I said, the cool DLC, that, it was, I think, would be cross-platform, but it, but the, the, the there are Switch-specific skins. 
Correct. Right, but the DLC is locked to the Switch for a set period of time. I think it's yeah. it's a Nintendo Switch exclusive for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've downloaded this game. I'm probably going to dig into it tomorrow uh, when I have a little bit more time in Friday. But uh, I do want to talk about two games I've been playing. The first is Tools Up, which uh, just launched on the Switch. And, Justin, this is definitely one I think you want to keep on your radar uh, since you love Overcooked so much. Uh, it is Couch Co-op Home Improvement. And so you uh, go into a house right. and uh, you have to either like paint the walls or redo the floor or clean up debris and things like that. And eventually you'll have to like, we're at a point cause I'm just playing with my son right now. Like we've progressed maybe four or five levels into the game and you're having to like actually make up mortar to like put on the walls so they can be painted. Um, but what's interesting about it is, is there's a fair amount of deconstruction that has to be done before you can do renovation. So like some rooms will be one color and you have to go in and actually take the paint down off the walls and throw it away. And then at the end of the level to finish, you have to carry all of your materials outside and like clean up. So it's really neat. Uh, it's, it's really well done. Uh, the control system, like just the whole uh, I think there's some problems I have with it, but I'm hoping that it's stuff that they iron out in future updates uh, just to make it a little more smooth. But it's it's been such a phenomenal um, thing so far. And it like it kind of eases you into it. I feel like Overcooked did not do that good a job of it in the very beginning. Like it just kind of threw you into the fire, no pun intended. But this this does a good job of kind of preparing you there at the beginning. And so I would highly recommend it if you like the uh, the the kind of overcooked. Um, what's the space one? Catastronauts yep, uh, yep. type thing. Uh, if you this this is right up that alley and it's well done and it's a lot of fun. Uh, and you can unlock different skins and things right now. We've unlocked a uh, um, like a hamster or beaver thing. That's in overalls with a hard head on. It's really cute. It's a lot of fun. So that's uh, Tools Up. I've also been playing the long-awaited Shovel Knight King of Cards mm. uh, expansion, which is the final component of Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, including uh, the uh, Shovel Knight Showdown game. Ooh, I got mixed feelings about this one. Um, oh. I was really, really excited for this uh, because, number one, I mean, I wanted to play it because the last go-round, Specter Knight, was just that DLC is phenomenal. Um, and it's it's easily the best iteration of Shovel Knight. Uh, and so, I, I mean, I guess I kind of went into this uh, with high hopes, especially because the wait was so long, right? The wait was just ridiculous. It was two years uh, or more from, from the last one. Um, the platforming aspect of it is fantastic, which we've come to expect from Yacht Club. Um, the the King Knight's main form of attack is a shoulder charge that you can hit enemies with or hit walls with, and then he'll spin, and then you can land on things and continue to bounce. And after after you after you hit and spin and bounce, you can dash again. All right, and so it sets up a lot of really cool flying through the air, timing your moves right, platforming combos, right? What sucks about this DLC is that they shoehorned in a card battling game mm. that 
is very, very reminiscent of um, the card battle game in Skylanders, if you ever played Skylanders back in the day. Uh, only it's not as good. It's very rudimentary, and it's absolutely necessary to the story, which makes it suck even more. Mm. Like, instead of it just being straight platforming and, like, I'm going to go from point A to point B and King Knight, and it's awesome. No, his quest is to become the king of cards, which means you have to play Joustus, which is the name of this game, and it is horrible. Um, One of the people I follow on Twitter actually has the reverse uh, opinion. He loves the card game, but doesn't like the platforming part. The, the, uh, the, 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 the way that the card game works is a four or nine, a four by four or nine by nine square mm-hmm. where there's gems on it. And you have to have your cards over the gems, have the majority of them to win. Okay. The idea here is that the cards have arrows on them and you can push other cards out of the way or, or onto certain things. Unless there is an opposite facing arrow somewhere in the line. And where, where this, where it breaks down is, is that in the beginning of the game, you don't have a lot of great cards. The opportunity is there to get great cards in the beginning. But I came up very quickly on like the first card house or whatever, where you fight or play a series of people in a row. And the end of that is um, the Black Knight, I guess. Is that his name in the game? Like Shovel Knight's rival. Uh, And he has incredibly overpowered cards. And when you lose, you lose one of your cards. They strip you of the card and it goes to your opponent. And Mm. then later on, you can buy these cards back for a very minimal cost. But during that, it just the card game interrupts the flow of the game to me. And I just, I don't know if it's just, I don't get it. It's not clicking for me yet or whatever. Play a lot of board games. I feel like I'd be good at a card game. I'm not. It sucks. It it breaks the experience. And so I'm loving the platforming. I'm glad this is free because if I ended up paying for it in the end, I would have been disappointed. Gotcha. Alex, and, how do you, how do you feel about, about uh, Shovel Knight? Was this a franchise that rang, rang true to you? No, <clears throat> I, I enjoyed the uh, the first sh- the Shovel Knight. I enjoyed Shovel Knight, um, but I never, I never um, kind of clicked with it. I don't necessarily have that. Um, although a lot of those games existed when I was a kid, I never really was a two D platformer kid. Um, I I really caught on to games in sixty four, and by that point, it was all about you know the the three D platformers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I respect uh, Shovel Knight. In Hollow Knight, I was going to say Hollow Knight on accident. I respect that game too, but uh, uh, I respect Shovel Knight a lot, and and I really love what that team's been able to do. So I was very curious how this, how King of King of Cards, right, is what it's called. Yeah, yeah. I was very curious how that was going to pan out. So because I do like card, I mean, I like two D plant platformers now. I, I really have a a bigger appreciation for them these days than I did when Shovel Knight first came out. Um, so I was curious, like, because I, I I have a love for card games. That's unfortunate that it's not necessarily vibing with you because that the uh the combination like huh that could be cool if if they nailed it but uh yeah i don't know i don't i don't necessarily i don't know if i'm gonna play this 
I mean, I'm playing it because I want to finish it. I want to mm-hmm. complete the narrative. Yeah. It's free. I'm probably never going to touch the the Shovel Knight Showdown fighting game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like I really, as I as I've been saying the whole time, like as they've been developing it, this is like nobody asked for this, right? <laughs> if that's what delayed King of Cards for so long, no one, no one was going. You know what? I really just want uh, a 2D Shovel Knight fighting game. <laughs> I've really got to have that. Uh, so I feel like there were some missteps there, but I am excited for them to move on from yeah. Shovel Knight. And the, mm-hmm. the Cyber Ninja game looks yep. really cool. I'm ready to see some more of that. And so, I mean, mixed feelings here on the whole uh, the King of Cards thing, but yeah. I, like I'm going to play it out to the end. And like I said, the platforming aspect of it, I'm really enjoying it's really good. So like I've been able to do some really insane things mm-hmm. with the, the, his abilities. And, and, you know, of course there's upgrades and there's new things that you can get like a giant hammer or, um, like a narwhal dart that you can throw across the screen, really? uh, or, a, um, a remote control rat bomb okay. that, uh, this rats running across the screen with a bomb and you can make it turn and go back and forth. And, um, one of the one of the attacks you earn is multiple slaps, like like you're slapping with a glove. <laughs> so it and the story's very humorous too. So I like I appreciate what they've done. It's just I don't I don't appreciate all of it. Sure. Yes. Okay. So that's what we've been playing. How about we move into our community spotlight and shine that spotlight on OK Beast and Alex here for just Let's a few do minutes. it. Do it. So, Alex, we want to thank you again for coming on the show tonight, man. It's it's been yeah. awesome to have you. I really hope you've enjoyed your time. What we I want have. to do uh, right here during this time is just shine the spotlight on you, on OK Beast, and just there may be people who listen to Nintendo Dads that have no clue who you are or what your website does, what your podcast, all the stuff that you're involved in. So take a few minutes and tell us all about you. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the invite, guys. Uh I know that I've, I've heard about Nintendo dads forever for ages. Uh, and then I started wrestling, listening, uh, recently as well and re- have really enjoyed the show. So I really appreciate the invite. Um, and, and thank you for, for giving me the, the, the time to, to plug stuff, I guess. Um, uh, the, the show that I host is, is a podcast every single Monday. It's the OK Beast podcast. And, uh, we, every, uh, it's me, my stepdad, uh, and two friends and we, we sit down, uh, blessing and Ian, uh, and we, we sit down and, and do something similar to this, you know, different, 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 uh, show structure, but you know, similar theme, you know, talking about news games we've been playing. So if that's something that you, uh, a podcast, I mean, I know if you're listening to this, you like this kind of podcast. So if you want another <laughs> one, uh, in, in your gaming, you know, your gaming belt of podcasts, then, um, I'd certainly love if you, if you checked out the OK Beast podcast. Uh, if you like Apex Legends, uh, I host the number one Apex Legends podcast called Jump Master. Uh, that is every other week. Uh, and then videos we do over at youtube.com slash OK Beast. Uh, we, we kind of 2019 was like a, a year of rest in some ways, especially on the video front. Um, we do, we typically kind of, we kind of, uh, you know, cut our teeth on video essays. Um, for a long time and, and that's something that we we still do uh, and we actually are ramping up production again 
on a lot of on a lot of things on that side. But um, regardless, whatever you want to check out, uh, okbeast.com has it all. Uh, and then if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, uh, it's at it's Van Aken. So thank you so much for for letting me share that, guys. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, y'all go check out their shows. Go check out the website. Uh, go check out the videos. Awesome, awesome, awesome quality content you guys are are uh, producing over there. And again, we're thank so you. thankful you got to come and be on the show. Um, and so uh, again, follow him on Twitter. Follow the other guys out there. Uh, and definitely go check out OK Beast. Well, guys, Thanks, guys. that is episode 258. Uh, we want to thank you for listening tonight. Uh, and, man, it's it's been good to be back on the show. It's been good to uh, hang out with you guys, have Alex on, talk some Nintendo. And, again, don't forget to tune in tomorrow night right here on YouTube and Twitch and uh, watch us live react to the Game Awards uh, there may be all kinds of surprise guests like Jesse's son and everyone else that may come in during the night. Uh, we're hopefully going to hear some really sweet Nintendo news uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow night during that time. But uh, as we close out the show, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers. That's Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, and Sean Abbott. Without you guys, we couldn't make the show. But also without all of our Patreon folks over there, whether it's a dollar or a month, all the way up that you uh, donate to us. Thanks so much for your support of the show. And you can head over to our new, brand new website. I guess it's not brand new anymore, but hey, over there on nintendodads.org, you can find all of our YouTube videos, our tweets, podcast episodes, links to our social media, our Patreon page, and the Nintendo Dads shop for Nintendo Dads merch. If you're like Jesse, you just got a brand new phone, or uh, maybe you've ripped your favorite t-shirt, you can head over there, buy Nintendo Dad's merch, like T-shirts, phone covers, all kinds of stuff, uh, high-quality stuff over there. And you can find it at nintendodads.org. Or you can check us out at most places like Patreon, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and more by typing in Nintendo Dad's. Boom, there will be. Uh, just type in Nintendo Dad's. You'll be able to find us all over social media. Email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or podcast at nintendodads.org. Both work. Both come to the same place. We'd love to hear from you via email. Or you can even call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. We want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And we want to remind you, it is kind to go on your favorite podcast app choice or service of choice and give us a five-star rating and a review so other people can help or you can help other people find the show push us up the rankings so hey more people listen so head on over there give us a review give us a rating thank you thank you for very much for me for justin for jesse and for alex this has been episode 258 of nintendo dads bye-bye Nintendo Dads. Grookey or Gruka? I don't know. Jesse, you just keep pressing all those sexy buttons that you do so well at. Wow. What are you? I'm I'm in awe. Like, that is a... I don't... Like, wow. Wow.
All right. Oh, yeah. I think you need to keep that <laughs> at the beginning of the show, actually. So I think what you need to do. 